Do you lack motivation to keep getting into the gym? Do you lack structure with your fitness routine? Do you keep doing the same thing over and over again and, and getting the same exact result? If that sounds like you, then I want you guys to make sure that you go check out my brand new revamped 10-week program because so many people struggle with a lack of motivation. They struggle with a lack of structure, but we make sure that we start off the program by getting very clear on what is the exact goal that you want to achieve. Then we determine the strategy. We determine the two or the three things that are the most important things that you need to do every single week in order to achieve that goal. And then I help you hold you accountable every single week, week after week to make sure you're actually making progress. Like I don't let my clients go more than a few weeks if they're not continuing to make progress to their goals. So make sure you guys check out my brand new 10-week program at nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. Again, nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. That way you can go from a lack of motivation to being able to jump out of bed every single morning. Hey, what's up everybody and welcome to my three takeaways episode from the Catherine Ross interview that I just posted this past Monday. Like I said, that interview was so cool for me because I literally watched Catherine on video five times a week. Like I was literally just watching her a couple hours ago. And so to be able to like have her on my Zoom call and be the one interviewing her rather than having her on my computer and have, watching her interview somebody else was just was just kind of cool. Uh, but she gave some awesome advice in regards to kind of like your career journey and, and not having the imposter syndrome, which I'll talk, touch on here in just a little bit. And she also gave some great kind of investing advice and great advice in regards to how to self-teach yourself kind of personal finance because that's what she had to do herself. But make sure you guys go check out the the episode. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast. Make sure you like it or, or give it a five-star rating and review if you like it. Uh, I don't want you to give it a rating and review if you don't like it, but make sure you share it with a friend or family member as well. Also, if you're looking to achieve or, or get closer to your fitness goals right now, make sure you go to nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs because y'all, my 10-week program has been going so, so well and I've been so stoked. I've got an in-person group going on right now at the time of this recording. I've got an online group going at the time of this recording. I've got a handful of one-on-one -on -one clients that, I've, that I'm uh, bringing through the 10-week program, and people are just crushing it. Because of the, the principles that I have installed in the program, people are following through at a level that they've never followed through before. They're being more disciplined than, than they've ever been. Uh, they, they're more disciplined than they've ever been in their entire life. So if you feel like you need to be more disciplined, if you feel like you need some structure, if you feel like you need some motivation, this 10-week program is for you. I'll literally, if you're not here in Nashville and you don't want to do it in person, I literally do it with so many people online and I almost, I love that version of it because I can sit down with you on a Zoom call one-on-one -on -one every single week and hold you accountable and I'll send you your workouts for you to do on your own, whether it's at home or at a gym, whatever you have, whatever equipment you have available to you, I will tailor the workout to that and I will tailor the workout to your specific goal. So if that sounds like something you want to be a part of, then go to nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. Again, nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. But for now, let's get right into my three takeaways with Katherine Ross. Takeaway number one is don't let the imposter syndrome hold you back. I mean, she talks about how in the beginning when she started doing reporting on financing, she had a little bit of the imposter syndrome because her first job was in prison journalism, which I didn't even know existed until I talked to her. But then she essentially was in prison journalism and, and a lot of the women coming out of prison, like one of the number of things they had to be taught or they had to deal with was how to deal with their personal finances and none of, the, none of them really knew how. And so she taught herself personal finance so she that she could help these women out with their personal finances. And that how she got, that's how she got into finance reporting. That's how she got to where she is today. Um, and so I say that because she didn't go to school for finance. So she had to self-teach herself 
personal finance. And so that led her to kind of like this imposter syndrome kind of thing. And I kind of feel the same similar way in regards to I didn't go to school for fitness. Like I didn't have a kinesiology major. I majored in finance and insurance. Um, but now I luckily I don't have the imposter syndrome as much because of I've been doing it for over five years now and, and I see the results that I'm able to give to my clients. So I don't have that as much. But she said that you just have to realize you're doing the work for a reason and you know more than you think. I think a lot of us feel like we don't have all the answers and that we're supposed to have all the answers. I think that's really the biggest thing. We think we're supposed to have all the answers when the reality is we're never going to have all the answers. And I think one of the biggest times that I realized this, and this is a story I've told a few times on here, is I interviewed a guy named Jim Tunney a couple, maybe a year, year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, and he's in his 90s. And he was an old NFL referee for, for years, for decades. And he was asking, like, hey, what do you do? Like, I'm in, he was like, what do you do? And I was like, I'm in Nashville. I'm trying to figure it out right now. And he was like, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm 92 or whatever he was, and I'm trying to figure it out. And I was like, whoa, that was really good. Like, everybody is trying to figure it out. You know more than you think you do. Takeaway number two is breathe. Like, it's literally breathe. And this was a huge takeaway for me in, in regards to how it's applied, been a been so applicable in my life in regards to interviewing people because so many times when I either record these podcasts or I interview people or I'm just having a regular conversation with people, sometimes I feel like if I have to pause and breathe that the other person's going to think that like I don't know what I'm talking about or something like that. So I just keep speaking, keep speaking, speak, keep speaking, but it really just comes off sometimes as a little bit more nervously than anything else. And, and she talked about how when she started doing interviewing people that she kind of has this anxiety disorder, but she had to le- learn to slow down to breathe because that nervous energy can can sometimes get the best of her and, and can sometimes get the best of us too. And she said during crazy times or during normal times, if you just breathe, it's going to help you get through it. And I know one of the best pieces of advice that I've heard just through watching a guy named Elliot Hulse on YouTube, he gave advice in, ter- ter- in terms of like public speaking. He said one of the most powerful things that you can do for public speaking is pause and breathe. Because what, what, what did that just do when I did that? When I said, when I literally just said, one of the most powerful things that you can do with public speaking is, and then I paused. What did you do? You were on the edge of your seat. You were like, wait, what just happened, right? So when you pause, you kind of gain the attention of the listener or whoever's in the room. And so I kind of do that sometimes in my fitness classes. Sometimes I'll, I'll say something and, and then I'll pause. And then it's funny because I see everybody's like heads turn like, wait, what's he getting ready to say? Because when you pause, you really grab that person's attention and and you make them more present. So pause and breathe. Takeaway number three is talk to your friends about money and investing. So I asked her, what are are your top three investing tips for, for people, especially for young people? And her third one was talk to your friends about money and investing. She talks about we think it's weird. We think it's we think it's inappropriate or we're kind of nervous to talk about it for whatever reason. We think it's wrong. But she says that it's really important because a lot of times we're taking investing advice from somebody who is in the top 1% of our income earners. Sometimes we're taking investing advice from our parents, from our grandparents, whoever. And a lot of times they're not the same age as us or they don't have the same income level of, as us. And so sometimes we don't need to be taking the same advice or we don't need to be doing the same things that they're doing. But if we're talking to our friends, we're saying like, how much money do you make? 
maybe I should be making that much money. Maybe we have a similar job role and, and maybe I should actually be asking for a raise as well. Or maybe they're investing in this and that's maybe a good idea for me. Maybe that's kind of a, a good risky investment for me at such a young age. So I think it's really important to just to talk to your friends about money and investing. And I actually, if my brother and sister are listening to this, like literally after the podcast interview with Catherine, I talked to my brother and sister about, do you have any money goals like for, for this, for the year of 2020? Because I was like... I think that it would benefit for me talking to them about it. I think it would benefit from from them to talking about the, the the three of us about it. And so I'd encourage you to, if you have a close group of friends or, or family members, talk to them about money and investing. So again, guys, my three takeaways. Number one, don't let the imposter syndrome hold you back. Realize that you probably know more than you think and everybody is figuring it out. Takeaway number two was breathe. Take a pause and breathe because it doesn't come across as you don't know what you're doing. It actually comes across as more confident and you're gonna gain the attention of whoever you're talking to. Takeaway number three is talk to your friends about money and investing. Oftentimes, that's when, that's when you're gonna get the best advice or that's when you're gonna get the information or the education that is most tailored to where you are right now in regards to the level of risk that you should take on and in regards to like how much money you actually have. I hope you guys enjoyed these three takeaways. Um, make sure you go back and listen to the Catherine Ross interview if you have not yet already. If you're looking to be more disciplined, looking to get more motivated, looking to have more structure in your fitness routine, make sure you go check out nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. I promise you I will get you the results that you want to see. Let's apply these three takeaways and get closer and closer to your best you. 